starting. We have now started. <laughs> Hope you're listening. We, we've now started. Okay, yes. We've well, started. Yes. Here we are. The second welcome episode. Coffee and Conversations. It is a fr- it's the first welcome back. Yeah, that's pretty cool. Well, here we are. Um, here we are. My, I think we're both coffee. better prepared this week. We both have coffee. I agree. Mine is brewing. If you can hear the trickling of the water down into the coffee pot slowly in the background. That would be very nice. I don't know if we can, but I've got mine. I did make it. Um, I made it different this morning. I don't know if I like it this way. I, I did the way my brother does it. I don't know. We have like a like a copper measuring cup in the coffee uh, grounds that he uses, and I just use a normal tablespoon and like do three scoops of that, and he does one of the big copper thing. So whatever the difference in ratio is, I like my my tablespoons better. Interesting. Yeah. See, most most days I use my little coffee pot here that I have in my room, but or in the coffee maker, which is a pretty traditional coffee maker, but um. A here over here like they do uh, like instant coffee like a lot it's like very very popular like and it, it's what do you mean instant also, coffee so like you get like um you get like a just like a spoonful and they, they kind of look like um if you could imagine like molly or like a drug like imagine that kind of like how it like is like rocks not just picture them brown and then it's just a bunch of those in the bag. So now, now it looks like... You're assuming I know then, what Molly looks like. But yes, a bunch of rocks or whatever. And then, <laughs> um, yeah, you just put it, like, take a scoop or two and put them in a cup. And then, do you, I don't, I also have never seen these back home. Now, wait, 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 now you can hear the coffee brew. I, I heard it, I heard it. Anyways, I don't know if they have these, because I've never seen them. But, like, they're, like, these, like, yeah, basically just, like, a, uh electric tea kettle. It was very handy. It's like just like something that looks like, uh, yeah, like a pitcher, but then it has like a little heater underneath it, and it's you just flick it, and then in like a minute the water's boiling. Super handy. I'm definitely investing in one when I get back home. Anyways, okay. so yeah, you just like put that, pour that boiling water onto the coffee, and then bam, it's coffee. Huh. I guess cool. whatever whatever makes it work. Yeah, right. I go back and forth between which ways I consume but anyways i'm missing donkey is what <laughs> like I, yeah. I like i have grounds back home like grounds for thought i love grounds for thought but like obviously they're closed um, I'm, missing, I'm missing coffee shops so yeah <laughs> really missing coffee shops especially this week i mean i'm in my last week of school here i know you're not but i'm done with all my normal classes oh, um, damn. yeah i had my last in like i want to say in person but you know um video chat meeting for my last class of the year uh now i just have assignments due and uh i'm missing coffee shops where i can just post up and get my work done yeah yeah so that's a big one coffee shops were implemented in my routine and now they're not sad there were there have been so many nights i mean spending like six hours at donkey street and only doing an hour of work right yeah just miss those times man yeah. And, like, I'm thinking about, like, housing for this this next year. Like, we don't have a fucking apartment, dude. Yeah. Um, oh, I know. <laughs> I don't know. I feel like we'll find something. But yeah. it's, uh, we're late we're, in the game. We are very late in the game. But I feel like what we will find now, we will also find in, like, a month if we needed to wait that long. You know what I'm saying? Like, if it's available now, it's, it'll, it'll probably be available. Yeah. Oh shit! You know, I was thinking about um, um, that that this we were talking about last week that Christmas Day Armistice film. Sure. Um, I thought I thought of a better thing for it. At least for me, it would be a short film, and it would be, it would you would you know you'd open with that shot of, um, like I think I would want a German soldier like, like either like crying or obviously in a, like deep sadness over the body of a, a British soldier soldier and you're like whoa what the fuck like that's not supposed to happen this is World War One and then like you'd show the Christmas Day Armistice and you'd see them meeting and becoming friends um and maybe even lovers dun dun uh but <laughs> and then you know they get forced into fighting the next day the German has to shoot the British man oof sad tears fun times deep, deep. 
Deep. Hashtag deep. Yeah. Well, go for it. Movie maker, Daniel Cagle. Uh, no, nah, I haven't made a short film in a while. Never even finished my second one. Wanted to. Have you, have you only made two? Um, yeah. Yeah, I mean, I only finished... We I finished the one we made under pressure. Um, yeah. And that one I'm pretty proud of. Um, and then, I mean, I was working on uh how are you doing and like i had done i had we did the shoot like it happened it was really cool and we got all the footage um and we got some edits together but we're missing the inserts and i just never went back and got like the these couple inserts i needed for the shoot what are you doing yeah yeah i I feel you um yeah i i'm super excited to see that one short film i was doing oh yeah harlan's yeah uh, it was also delayed, I guess, or not also delayed since yours is just out in the air. But yeah, it was supposed to, I think, come out in like March or whatever. But then, dude, all this, some fuck shit happened, and now it's like August or something. So damn, yeah. Eventually, I, mean, I, mean, I still really... have no idea what it looks like. It could be like the best film ever, or it could be like complete hogwash. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's kind not, of crapshoot. Def- I mean, it's definitely not could be the best film ever. It could be like maybe like enjoyable or just hurt to watch <laughs> well I, I hope for your sake it's enjoyable uh, yes the um, viewer's sake as well <laughs> you know it's kind of weird to me like you were more involved with rough cut than i was last year really i don't think i was that involved with rough cut. i was at one meeting i don't even think i went to a meeting I it just it just couldn't happen with my schedule like that that yeah. was that's the one thing i I'm not super in love with about the program. Like, I love my program and stuff. I love what I'm doing. But it, it's really limiting in what you can do outside of it. Like, I yeah. I couldn't... I, at the start of the year, had to drop Rough Cut because I just had too much to do. And I was only doing leading tones. And then I couldn't even do leading tones second semester when I was at a show. Because, you know, I'm in rehearsal all the time. I couldn't make any... Yeah. I couldn't <clears throat> make any practices. So it just, like, limits what you can do. But, um, oh, and news in that, um, very cool news, actually, for me. Um, I'm in my first professional production. Wow. Castless came out for this next semester, and uh, I made the Tantrum Show, which is our professional theater company, and, like, I'll get equity oh. points for this and stuff, so. Hell yeah. It's pretty right. cool. I, I'm clapping. Imagine me clapping right now. Okay, like I'll, I imagine I'll imagine the clapping in my head. <laughs> yeah, 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 that's that's dope, mate. Yeah, it's really it's really cool, and like now I'm just like, please God, next semester needs to happen. Yeah, let it be, let it happen. Please let it happen. It's, yeah, I just had to go through all my scheduling bullshit and everything, like set up whatever classes I would be doing if I was not or was not a, if I didn't get the acting thing or whatever. Right. I definitely switched up my shit though. Like I uh, went and switched up to integrated media major with a philosophy and film minor. Really? So even yeah. if you don't get into the acting? Yeah, that's like, that's my schedules. If I don't get any acting, I know that it would change up a bit. Okay. If but yeah, that's, that's the way we're going right now. What made the switch? Like I, I know you, you've always been really into music. I was just listening to Encore yesterday. No, I'm still, that's still, the, that's still the career, and that's still the goal of choice. I just don't think the major is helping me at all. Like, I think it helped me network a bit and stuff, but I think I got more so just do that on my own now. So you, you still want to do the music producing thing, or, or the music no, just, artist. The you want to be a musical artist, right? Yeah. Yes, sir. So why, why were you starting out in, in, um, music production i mean i think the best part of that major for both of us was meeting each other but that's just me um because yeah, i kind of yeah. dipped real quick from that major yeah i i wanted to like sit it out because i had some faith that it was not going to be bad i thought it would be cool and it, it was cool it was just like i don't know something that was like really like definitely like, like just made me get a vibe of it was like there was this one dude who produced a song for me um and he was a senior in the program and i hope he doesn't listen to this but <laughs> if he does oh well but um yeah he produced a song and we'll burn like, that bridge when we get to it yeah right but he produced this song for me and he like 
uh, spent like a good, like, good amount of effort producing and mastering and stuff, and it just didn't sound good. It sounded like I could. It sounded like I wore like something I could do. Like, and, it, and I think either with like producing, it's like you can have it or you don't have it. And the, this dude, he just didn't have it, I guess. But it made me think that oh, like what if I just do that in the program? I just spend all that time and then I just come out like a semi half-assed producer I was like nah I don't want to do that because I don't even want to be a producer I was just doing music production because it was the closest major to helping a music become a musician but yeah I just, and then the classes the classes were bullshit like, just, how so whatever uh it, it's just like I don't know I mean like it was cool learning stuff if we got like a lot of hands-on and like stuff and but like the the name of it really should be music engineering like that really should be the name of the major because they teach you like you're learning all this like stuff that you would need to learn if you were just solely going to be like a sound engineer which is not what i want to do like when i when you hear the when i hear the term producing i think of like someone who makes the track and someone who makes it sound good i don't think of someone who is uh in the in the in the studio and like messing with the wiring and messing with like all the technical aspects of it and that's the only thing we were learning like all the super like we barely even got into a program like it was more just like hands-on it was, it was like music engineering and shit you should learn because we learned it back in the day not shit that is super relevant right now no that's that is my take on it huh I guess. Anyways, I felt like I wasn't getting what I should out of it for all the money I'm spending. So, yeah, I felt I needed a change. And, yeah, I don't know. I feel like I'm also just a person who wants to do a lot of things. So. You, are, you are. You are a very um, widespread person, I would say. Yeah, sure. Um, but, yeah. So, yeah, yeah, we switched from music to this stuff, but still doing musically thing musically inclined projects yes of course (laughs) um i don't know why this made me think of this but someone i heard someone describe history is really like um a previously on for the entirety of earth you know what i mean like a (laughs) like a previously on planet earth here's all the shit you missed from the past millions of years that's funny that's funny yeah it's i mean I I like I guess I mean it is important. Like I I, I see why history is important to learn, because like, yeah, you know, there's it's so true. much that happened. But at the same time, I don't remember. I think I was just talking to my brother about this. Is like, we, we, uh, the idea of history or the idea of like the truth of what happened is so vague, because even things that happened last year. 20 yeah. years ago, 50 years ago, 100 years yeah. ago, we aren't yeah. even sure about that. And and I'm talking like. In the past 15 years, that's that's still only in the 21st century. There's no guarantee. Like, we don't have the exact truth of anything, really. Like, like we have closer and closer approximations, but the way things actually went down, no one will ever really know because truth is so... Um, what, what's the word I'm looking for? It's very, very, It depends on the person. Like, truth is yes. objective, not objective. It's relative. subjective. Relative. Uh, it's re- yes, relative. That's the word I was looking for. It really is because, like... We have no idea, like, how anything really goes down. It's so hard. Because memory, uh, I don't know if I've talked about this with you before, but um, when you're remembering something, the way our memory works, you're not remembering the actual event. You're remembering the last time you remembered it. You have told me that. Yeah, it's crazy, right? Like, so you can change your memories, essentially. I think they did some study on this and someone remembered doing a crime they didn't do within 24 hours of them being accused of it or something wow like it was it was a social experiment they didn't like press charges or anything but yeah yeah yeah. i feel like that's interesting like when you say that specifically in the form of like um innocent people being whatever prosecuted yeah i was like i was reading this book uh crime and punishment good book um but they this one dude um, was trying to get away with like uh, he killed someone and he was trying to get away with it and yeah I read the first I was listening to it I got through the first 9 to 10 hours of it I got to yeah. after the killing yeah I liked it it was a good book um, uh, but yeah so then uh, one of the other per the like whatever the law uh, got this other guy and they were like 
oh, you did it, and we know you did, and then the guy eventually confessed to doing it. Oh, spoilers. I want to read this book. Yeah, well, you should have gone on it. (laughs) It's been been out for a while. I mean, I know, but I was getting around to it. No, it's okay. Uh, That's that's a very insignificant part of the story, anyways. But, like, um, yeah, it's just, like, interesting that... The, someone who would actually believe they did something they didn't commit just because it's been like whatever the convincing yeah convincing someone of the truth it, it's so weird yes but I guess I, did point... wanna, I did want to say though that on your point of time and the, the stuff we write down in history and stuff I think that's super interesting and I really wonder like if any like if any like thing is true like honestly because like I feel like what like 200 years ago when they were just like writing down like the american like constitution and all that or not constitution but like the history of like that time like how the, the history of the american revolution and stuff like that just just american history whatever it doesn't have to could be that but like how much is actually true and how much is not just like written down to like make someone look better just oh my god yeah better. actually okay totally on point with that i i okay i cannot tell you why i do not remember why but i was in grounds for thought and i saw some children's history book uh, and, and they, I, it, it had some page about, um, the Trail of Tears, you know, that, like, the era of the Trail of Tears and what Andrew Jackson did, and they completely erased the Trail of Tears. They said that yeah, the Indians gave up, the, sorry, the Native Americans gave up their land. No, we yeah. fucking, like, murdered yeah. them. Yes. And completely kicked them out. Like, yeah. you are, you are blatantly telling lies to children to protect them yeah. from the truth i mean i can maybe that's their argument but like i feel like we need to be educating more accurately what happened especially yeah. if we know it if we know more of the truth we should be telling more of the truth not telling more lies like this was a recently published children's like text uh textbook like you can't you can't be doing that shit well, they be doing that shit. They do be doing that shit. It's not. I just don't see. It, it's not okay. Like I, it, I don't see any world where that is okay. Hey, Erasing things. I mean, we have people who believe the Holocaust didn't happen, and that was. I said that really weird. The Holocaust. They believe that didn't happen. That was yeah, not even a hundred years ago. And happen. people believe. Troy, I will slap you across this virtual medium. Um, <laughs> but the point. Do you know what I mean? Like, the fact that that can happen within a hundred years, and we assume that we know what happened 2,000 years ago, or in the 1800s, like, like, in the 18, let alone in the 1800s, but like, you know, there's so much, so much we don't know. A whole ton of stuff, and like the, yeah, the fact that like, uh, people do that, like, like, that was like recent history, like, in terms of everything, the, what happened, the American, and just America in general is recent history, and there's so much, like, fabricated within the lines of it and everything, but, like, I was just listening uh, to something that was talking about Buddha, and this dude is, like, it was, like, 600 BC is when that, that Mm -hmm. dude was alive, and they were, like, recounting, like, on his life and, like, stuff, and I'm just, like, I wonder how much of this is true. That is, like, two and a half thousand years ago. Mm-hmm. Like, what the fuck is true from this? Like, I feel like maybe exactly. there's some truth from it, but, like, it's just, like, crazy to think that, like, that, like, something that long ago, like, it just holds, like, all that it's saying to be true. Yeah. I, I mean, it, I, I think about, like, so, like, I mean, to clarify, we're both not religious, right? I'm not strong. I'm yeah. Yeah. Like... So when it comes to, like, let's use the, the Bible, you know, the Christian Bible. I, I am under the understanding that I, I know it is historical fact that there was a man named Jesus of Nazareth. He was, he was a real dude. I believe that he was, you know, a dude with really good morals. And try, he was a carpenter with really good morals, and he tried to spread that word. And a lot of bad shit happened to him because of, you know, people started calling him the son of God and stuff and all that bad shit. But, like... Sure. I think yeah. that, like, it's a book of fables. It's a book of parables. Um, yeah. And I think some of them are really good and some of them are not. And I think that goes for a lot of religions. Um, I I, sure. I just don't... Okay. <laughs> I, I don't want to sound at, like I'm attacking anyone with this. I, I really am not. Um, I was having a conversation with one of my Muslim friends a while ago um, about 
like religion and, and morals and stuff and i uh, and he was like how how can you be not uh religious and i was like well i just don't need a book to tell me how to be a good person yeah and i was like i i really don't mean that in a bad way like i i i don't know i feel like i'm digging myself a hole here but like i be. really <laughs> I, I i probably am but <laughs> like i just if at the same like so like i just i i don't need that i don't need the Ten Commandments, or I, I wish I knew more of other religions to give more examples. But like, I I don't need yeah. all those like uh, all those steps, all those guidelines to be a good person. Uh, yeah. I have my own mantras and shit. Like, I've I've definitely told you this before. I've never said it on the podcast before, but like, I've got my like, um, what do whatever you need to do to be happy, hopeful, and get through the day without hurting yourself or others. That's it. That that this I live by live my life by that by that. That's all I have to do. Um, yeah, and it hits all the bases. Like it, it doesn't, and then like and I can't have a problem with anyone who lives by that rule. Like, there's plenty of people, who who, live by that rule whether they're religious or not religious, and it's 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 enough for me. So I guess it's just I, I see I I try to understand the point of religion, and my dad always and my mom and dad always want me to understand more. Um, especially my dad because he like went to school for this stuff. It's it's just a it's a whole complex thing here. You Definitely. Know? Um, <clears throat> yeah, I think I think I I'm typically I like religion is that I mean I was gonna say religion is interests me. Well, I, I think religion is I guess generally interesting. <laughs> um, it's also like the cause of like so many things. But regardless of, I feel like um, yeah, I, I was listening to this thing about like I guess Buddhism since I did say Buddha. But the interesting thing of that of, of that from the short amount that I guess I have looked into it is that I don't think they um, believe in a, a god. I think that the like Buddhism revolves around like this person who was uh, reached in light. Like their goal is to reach enlightenment through like meditation and um, all of whatever. And the dude who they deemed Buddha which I believe translates to the awakened one was the first one to reach that. And then he went on and teached it more. And I think that's a common misconception is that people are like, Oh, Buddhism, they like, they pray to Buddha and all that. But like, they really just are like meditating. And I think, I think that's cool. I don't know. On, um, yeah. Along the lines of what you said though, about the Jesus way back when, I think that what I believe is that, I feel like the term, like, God is not, like, a person. I mean, that's pretty, very obvious, but, like, many people attribute it to, like, this, like... The old white man with the beard? Yeah, because it's comforting. Or, or for that matter, whatever person, whatever figure comforts a person, but I don't think it's, like, a figure at all. I, I think it's just this, like, I don't know, this, like, energy that's, like, out there in the universe. And I feel like a more fitting term that I like to use more than God is, like, the universe. And it's just, like, an energy that is like positive and i think that the feeling of like love and like not necessarily love for another but just love in general is a feeling that is very in tune with that energy and i think that um jesus or whatever was very <laughs> jesus or whatever jesus <laughs> uh very good at speaking that language and he opened probably a bunch of people's hearts and I think then that was just why he was said to be the one from God because he just spoke yeah. the universal language. language of, yeah, I like that. I like that. Yeah. I mean, it'd be it'd be so interesting to be able to like go back to those times and see it in person. I mean, I've, you know, time travel and shit, but you know, yeah. to actually experience yeah. that, to see that, I guess that comes back to my point about truth is like the only only way you can get as close to actual truth is to actually be there. Yeah. Even if you start getting into first-hand accounts, like if you get into second, third-hand accounts, even first-hand accounts, it's not um, going to be as close to what actually happened as you can as you can get. Is my point? Yeah. But much. I know yeah, this yeah, is kind of off topic. Uh, but I was I I was talking about my family about with time about time time travel and stuff, and it was brought up like time travel. Even if we figured it out would be extremely dangerous because if we went to the past, we could kill everyone. And if we went to the future, everything could kill us because of the way our bodies react to germs and diseases. 
So like where we're at now, what we could bring back to the past could like would likely kill a lot of people and we would spread disease. Kind of like like exactly what the the Spaniards did to the the uh, South American cultures. Yeah. Um, it, and it in, in the future, it could happen. To, it would happen to us. Like we would we could probably get really sick if we go yeah. to the future and there's some new germ. Like maybe just one more step in keeping us origins. away from that. The origins of coronavirus have now been found. <laughs> a time traveler <laughs> came back. Yeah. Came back, gave us this shit. Fuck. Yes, I believe that. Yeah. It wasn't the bats. <laughs> it wasn't the bats. It wasn't all the other bullshit we talked about in the last episode. It was a time traveler. A sick time Boom. traveler. Time traveler and 5G. We got it. <laughs> <laughs> ah, cracked the code. Yeah, I think it's cool too. Um, what like uh, it's, it's interesting that you like say that because this is stuff i've been like thinking about recently and stuff but like um people and stuff like like the people who live that way that are like and basically it feels like they're just under the doctrine of like some other ruler or stuff like people are we talking like, about religion again yeah yeah okay. people who are like um would do thing to like need a religion to be a good person or it, it's just like being under like a, the doctrine of like another like ruler per se and not not that whatever the, someone's image of god is is as a ruler but like i guess in in christianity i think it says he his kingdom and he rules so i guess and he rules yeah he he was but, I, I believe um, i believe he was viewed as the the king of the jewish people he was the no, true but I'm king not even of the jewish people about, like, god jesus whatever all intertwined it, it just feels like why do you need that to be a good person like 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 i'm not saying like don't have that like that's that's great you should have that but like have it again do whatever you need to do to be happy hopeful and get through the day yeah but this is guy of course this is getting me to the a point well like it would be what do you think would happen if there was like scientific proof that god did not exist or people would deny it people people deny science all the time very true very true but i do again people think the holocaust didn't happen Yes, yeah, very true, and that would, of course, be given a speculation. But I do think climate change if were, again. If it was like unquestionable proof, like for whatever, toy with the idea. Like, okay. what do you for for discussion you, purposes? Let's toy with this idea. Yes, and not that because obviously, um, people who are blind and um, blindly follow religion will go deny it. That's that's very obvious. But like, what do you think would happen if, for example, have you seen the movie um, The Discovery? Uh, just, no. What is that? It's on Netflix. Uh, it's about like this guy, and he proves that there's an afterlife. Um, and the how? <laughs> well, he like um, follows like someone's like uh, monitors a brain after death, and like I don't, I don't know, man. Watch the movies, some science <laughs> bullshit. But either way, he like is this a recent movie? Uh, yeah, I think it's like a few years old or something. He plays uh, Jason Segel in a dramatic movie, which is a change of tone for him. Oh, Today, Jason Segel. Yeah. Nice. Yes. Sure. Anyways, <laughs> the, the the whatever was discovered, then afterlife was proven, and the there was then because of that uh, suicide pandemic, like everyone started just killing themselves because their like life was shitty and they like need wanted just to go go to the next place, so they just killed themselves. And they like I, I think there was like one scene it was kind of crazy that like it was like in a hospital's uh, hospital waiting room or something. It was just like on the wall, and it was like something some positive slogan about don't kill yourself and then it like had like a like digitized screen with like the counting numbers and it was just like like i don't know like four million and still going so it's just like something like interesting Jeez. like what would happen if like that, that that i guess would be interesting to talk about and stuff but back to my point like what do you think would happen if there was like proof of no god or for the opposing side proof of a god uh i mean I guess it would depend on what kind of god that thing would be or wouldn't be. Like if it if it wasn't if it was proved if it was proved not to be if there's proved not to be, I think a hundred percent there would be those deniers. I think those of us like us would just be like, yep, okay. Like like I I think the proof, I think the the more the proof the proving that there was a god would cause way more ripples than proving there wasn't. Because yes, proving there like, wasn't is just kind of like, yep, okay, yes. like they, it's like, what? For that, for that matter, yeah. I would just like to intersect and declassify myself, not as a denier, but as a unsure. 
So you're agnostic? Sure. That's the word for uh, you don't know. That's Exploring. I, I really think it, too, uh, just to tee off before we go back into this, I think it's very interesting that, like, a lot of people just are born into reli a religion and stick with it. And I think that I, like, think that religion, I guess, is, is feels like it's just something that's, like, um, taboo to talk about. Like, like, if you have a religion, like, for example, like, if you were Christian or something and you grew up in a Christian household and you're like, oh, I like this religion I'm learning about, but can I learn other religions? Like, can I learn Hinduism? And, yeah, I feel like in 80% or 99% of the times, the parents would just be like, no, that's silly. Don't, think, don't talk like that. That's it's not like, the real religion? Uh, or is this anything, I, just anything like discrediting uh, other religions? And I, yeah. think that, like, I think that it is helpful if you had like, just like a layout of like, like what each religion is, what it entails, a little like synopsis, and then you like make your own decisions because like I think like, yeah, like, like I, I would say, I, I would say like, like I'm raised, I raised Catholic, but like I really? would like to. How but, did I yeah. know that? Yeah, not strong. Not not like it wasn't ever like pressed into me, but like like we went to church and, and things Mass like that. And stuff. Christmas and Easter, like like uh, uh, almost everyone. I feel like, uh, but um, yeah, like I feel like I really just I like I'm sure. I'm, let, let's play that for the like I say I'm Catholic, so it's like I'm Catholic, but like how do I know I'm not this or that? You know, I, I've it, all this ties into my FOMO and all that. <laughs> The, the, yeah, I mean, I like I like that idea of like. But like, not how do I know that like I wouldn't like being Buddhist, for example, because we've been talking about it more than Catholic or something. Example, like I don't, I like I don't not believe that's like I believe in definitely something, and uh, maybe it's out there. Like maybe the religion that my um, the energy I seek is out there, and I just haven't like I don't know what it is because no one's taught me anything. Like yeah. before I dug more into it, I definitely thought. People in Buddhism like praise Buddha. Like that, I feel like that's just the general like consensus. Yeah. Like, they, like there's a big uh, fat sumo wrestler and he's at peace. And <laughs> everyone praise uh, Buddha. Uh, yeah, I, the 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 amount of knowledge we don't have about other things. Yeah, we're just like not given any like information about religion. It's just like you are Christian and you were being Christian. And this is getting shoved down your face and don't be anything else. That feels like the mentality and then like. I think like that's been the mentality of the world like ever since it existed. But either way, like just in modern times, like we don't really get a choice to delve and like have fun with our options. It's just like no, you're. Well, I mean, what comes from that? I think is like what when you're a kid. I mean, you're go you're forced to go everywhere essentially, right? Like like that's just kind of how it is. Like your whatever your parents do is what you do. Um, you do get some choice, I guess. But like it's it, again like. You're a kid, That's and, true, and if like your parents are religious, they're not gonna get a babysitter every Sunday. They're gonna bring you to church. Um, yeah, that's very true. I just and feel so, like, like I was raised Methodist, um, and I think there were, I mean, obviously, things I took from that. But uh, I, I like, I mean, I've, I've got, I was, I was confirm, confirmed into that uh, church. I have my, uh, I have like a, like a thing on my wall from that i'm looking at it right now um from getting confirmed um and becoming a part of the church but it was what i always liked about that church in specific i, I, don't, I don't know if i can say for methodists in general but i i got very lucky that i had a very inclusive um church and especially a very inclusive pastor um because yeah. there were those I feel like of us what turns me, just side note i feel like what turns me off too about like religion not religion but like a lot of churches is that's just that it's boring i think that it's like it's boring I don't know, yeah like for real like i mean like like but i think that is relative because i'm saying the church i went to was boring and i think that is the structure of a lot of churches it's just like gather in i don't know like 100 200 300 people or whatever and then a priest does prayer ties, says some stories old people chuckle at his funny stories that he ties in with his life and religion and god and then you leave and sing and that's it and i feel like that is like it's easy to fall asleep and it's not that <laughs> bad. it's the truth so um, you want church to be more like the have you seen those like um like rock concert churches <laughs> there was one there's one in my area i think it's called cedar I wanna, creek i want i want a mosh pit in my church no, it was. I'm not even joking. Like, there's there's a church called Cedar Creek around here. Um, that, like, 
it's huge. Like it is the it is a huge space and like it's thousand people. It feels like and it's like mod. It's much more modern music yeah. and much like it's they've got an actual band on on stage um, playing much more modern like Christian rock songs instead of hymns and. Yeah, I'm like the lead singer yeah, is like the pastor. It's weird. It's really, yeah. it's no, really I think, interesting. I, yeah, I think that it would be much more popular like within like people our age and stuff if they really modernized it. Cause it, or at least like had like not modernized it as a whole, but like had like some modern, modern like options. Cause I feel like I have, like like um, I got friends and stuff, or you know you you know Sue obviously like she. Mm-hmm. Um, like her church or she tells me about this one thing that her place that she goes in it's just very progressive and small and it's just like openly talk about like anything and i feel like you, you just can't do that in like a bigger type church like there's just so much like stuff that's you just don't do like religion um or not religion i keep generalizing it but like um it feels like in churches and stuff it's like uh, what, what what do we want to compare to i don't know it just feels like you just gotta like go and do this and it's, it's this like perfect thing that you do and it's like just go do it get it out of the way and then you'll be you'll be in better graces it's just like a record um what, what was the word i'm thinking of it's a requirement of just like necessary to do to like be in better graces but like i don't think it's important i don't think it's necessary to go to church at all and still go to heaven if that is what you believe in and stuff you know you should, but like I think church should be like an opportunity to get together with people and bond and talk about stuff and uh, praise together. But I feel like it's just really just like everyone thinking of it as a chore. A chore is the word I was looking for. Yeah, I, I, um, I, I like, think it. Like, yeah, I think like the good part like of it is like when uh, there's a community that comes along with it that I think is good. Um, it's always yeah, it's it's comforting to have a community. Yeah, but like if I went to like a church, maybe I and and no, maybe that's just the case of bigger churches having that problem. But like if I went to a smaller church and it was just like I don't, I don't know, no one you didn't have to dress nice because it doesn't matter, and everyone just went and was like, "Yo, what's up?" It, it kind of like a just like a talking circle for like church, just like people like talk about stuff, and if you need you need to talk to your pastor about make it less um, of an event and more of a community thing. Yeah definitely and like like maybe you go up to your pastor and you can like talk to him like you actually be your friend but like the, like a big time pastor it's like you wouldn't say nothing to him like yeah i i can agree and with I, that on I, some level at least from my personal experience we had we always had a pastor and the associate pastor and for a majority of my life it was pastor tom and um we had a multitude of different uh, associate pastors and i was always a lot closer with the associate pastors. I never really got close with Pastor Tom um, because the associate pastors worked with the youth. And especially especially when I entered eighth grade, we got a new one, Pastor Chris, uh, and he was with us all the way through high school for me. So I had him for five years. And those were very formative years for my um, beliefs. And so I did kind of get that. I didn't really go to church anymore. I went. I only went to youth group and I could show up in my normal clothes and I would go and have those discussions like people would there was a we had a big youth group um and the best part about it was how inclusive it was uh because multiple people in that youth group were atheists and we still went um and like there was a larger group that would go off and just do the fun things but for a couple years um thomas and i and one of his friends and uh sometimes our friend ian um so only like max four of us and pastor chris would go off and do exactly what you're saying like he would prepare a Bible verse and we would look at it or a story and we'd discuss it. And there were, me and Ian were both atheists and the others were um, on different levels of religion and we would discuss. And just, that was some of the best times in, in, in studying that kind of thing that I have memory of. Um, and it's kind of exactly what you're talking about. Like it wasn't, we got to openly discuss our beliefs based on the actual text and it wasn't hostile. It was just discussing beliefs and what do I, th- what do you think? What do I think? What is the point of this? What is, what is the, why is the story being told today? Um, how can we relate this? It, it was really good, honestly. And that's, yep. I, I totally get where you're coming from for that. If that was what church was like, I would go, but I uh, stopped, yeah, yeah. I stopped going to church and I only went to youth groups. 
Yeah. For that. I mean, that's nice, yeah. Because it was the community. Like... And it was people my age. It was people my age, and it was and then Pastor Chris and a couple of the other adults. But it was mostly people yeah. my age. So, like, yeah, if that was what church was, I, I would think I would really like it. Yeah. I feel like I, I'm not vouching for Christianity here, but I feel like it gets a bad rap. Or a bad rap. And it's just, like, I feel like it's just, like, uh, like at least with, like, I feel like people in, like, our generation and stuff, like, like obviously it's pretty popular in the older ages. But... Um, yeah, I just feel like it's like, it's like, oh, this is boring. You just go to church. You praise this God, big God and man in the sky. And all these Christian people are also hella Republic and anti everything and Christianity. I feel like it's just like, well, you get radicals, you get radicals in every religion. No, but I'm not saying radicals. I'm just saying like, I feel like that that's like an image, like in the media, I feel like it's just like the like christian and whatever and then like just the like just the i i guess like the um just just like the i don't i don't know like the monetary aspect of it and i feel like there are people who just like fuck it up any anyways we, we got very far off topic i don't, I don't um the <laughs> there's, there's no there's no real topic of this show we just talk <laughs> about whatever comes up i, I what i'll say the last thing i guess i will say on that is i i think that media likes to focus on those type type of um radical sections of things because it's news people it, you know it's it gets the views it gets the the reads it gets what it needs i i think that um there is i think it's very clear to me at least that not all christians are uh, racist homophobic you know sexist yeah, people I mean, I mean, and i at the same like on the same vein like obviously obviously not all Muslims are terrorists. That's one of the worst things spread in our society. Like, it is so false. It, it, yeah. it, it's in those, those two things, and, like, I, I wish I knew other religions in there. Those are just the two biggest, like, things pushed by the media that are just not true. You know? Yeah. It, it, it's, it, there are plenty of, I mean, I have a lot of Muslim friends, I have a lot of Christian friends, and they're not terrible people. So, yeah. you know, that's just Any- the point. Yes, yes. Anyways, proof of God. I think I think it'd be interesting to see how many people would just like who are just living a perfect life, not perfect life, but living a nice life and staying in check would just go on like a a murder spree or like a drug head run and just be like, "Fuck this, man. There's no God. I can do anything now." Like, wait, are I you going like, all the way back to like if there was no God? Yeah, that was the topic we strayed from. <laughs> I forgot the, about it. I meant like, let me get back into what I brought this up for. Yes, I think it'd be crazy to see the amount of people who would just like, uh, will just go and like being like, oh, I'm finally lifted. I can now do all this crazy shit, and like the purge would commence or whatever. Because like, and then that I think that's like such a wrong reason. If like that's why people are in religion to like keep them in check and like. <laughs> I, I it's like it's like people probably well okay like so so the 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 proof of there being no god would mean people would think there's no consequence to life but my argument there is there's still fucking consequence it's just you know what we're used to there's laws and when you do something bad it makes you feel bad unless you're a sociopath like yeah. or a psychopath like 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 you know i don't do what bad things because it makes me feel bad <laughs> doing yeah. doing shitty things make me feel like a shitty person and I don't like feeling yeah. that way so I don't do them um, also there's laws it, the existence of a god just means there's no afterlife and, there, and there's no there's no heaven or hell it's just what he, what is here is what is and we just I don't know if I don't know if that would I don't know if there would um, also discredit, discredit afterlife well I, I okay I, even if there is a, a power which I don't think there is I, I have very little belief in any type of afterlife i i just don't see it, it really? even if it like i i i don't yeah i mean it, it doesn't i know people will tear into me like it doesn't make sense to me that, that is so yeah. easy to pick apart but like the idea of i do think people have souls but it's more of like a i don't think it's a physical thing i think it's just that's the source of life it's your soul like uh, you know yeah. that 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 transfer. Like, when does that switch happen? Like, if someone when someone dies, yes, the brain activity stops, the blood the blood stops pumping, the heart starts stops working, your organ failure, whatever. But that that spark of life, you know that that I think is what I define as the soul. 
it's not anything physical. It's just that idea of life. But I don't think that not that non-physical thing of a soul can go on to something else. You know? Yeah. Uh, yeah. I, I feel you. So something that I have, that yeah. I have, um, or the, the not, I don't, I don't want to say believe because I, I think it's just like something out there that it seems hard not, like it seems very possible. Um, anyways, is that, um, you're, are you familiar with DMT? Do you know this? Um, DMT? Yeah. Actually, yes, because this morning I was talking about it with a friend. But anyways, yeah. <laughs> Isn't that the drug, its, the, the, the yeah, dream aside drug? From its drug? Yeah, aside from its drug purposes that it's like a crazy psychedelic, it also is just like, I don't know how true this is. I believe I believe it to be true. If someone knows otherwise, please inform me because I'd like to know. But I, it, I've come to learn that it is a part of, it's in everything. It's like a molecule of anything that has life. Um... It is, yeah, and it also, like, when you take it as a drug, it, like, trips um, time out a lot, and, like, people do it, and it only lasts five minutes, but uh, they're tripping for, like, a day. Um, it feels like... Yeah, like... So, wait, they feel like they lived a day, or they actually live a day, and it feels like five minutes? No, they think they live a day, and then they come back, and they're, like, five minutes gone from, like, when they, like, took it, or, like, maybe... like That's crazy. It's very crazy. I yeah. I think um, we've talked about this before. Definitely not on the podcast. It, but didn't it, didn't you say there's there's been people who like lived a whole life, or yeah, felt like they it. lived a whole I don't life? Know how much credit is to that? I think I did say that, but I don't know how much credit. Like, is to that, well, I I am ima- like I imagine that if that's the case, it's like a dream where they might have li- felt like they lived a day in multiple sections of their life. Maybe so I don't know. Either like, way, I don't know. Like that, important, that's crazy. Story. Um, yeah, and it, it's just thing, this thing that's in all forms of life, and it's whatever, and then it's also in your head, and there's like a specific little part in your brain that has it, and it's what we dream with, it's like the thing that makes us dream, and supposedly when you die, there's just a huge burst of it, so just like the amount Oh, of yes, we brain, talked about this. Yeah, yeah the, the seven minutes like, where you live your entire life again? Yeah. Is that... Uh, not necessarily, but maybe, yes. But either way, um, yeah. So, like, I think what if, like, everyone just gets what they want because there's just this DMT explosion in your head and then you're just happy. You're not happy. You are – everyone gets what they want because you're just in – the afterlife is just a, a dream. You know what I'm saying? Just an eternity dream because, yeah. Yeah, uh, that, I, that, 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 that thought fucks me up because, like, it's, it seems like yeah, that sounds like some legit shit, but that's scary that you would just be living in a dream for, like, eternity. But I guess it'd be cool because you get what you want, but... Well, it is, feels like an eternity, but it's actually just, you know, death. Exactly. But, you like, but like you were, you, were, you were consciously there for the rest of your days, like, for the rest of whatever, right? Like, it, 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 even if you die, you're still, like, consciousness is... I guess it feels like forever, but I don't, I don't know. Either way, that it, it's just super interesting to me because then, like, everyone gets what they want, you know? Like, Christians, if, if you think, if you uh, believe in God, then you get God. If you believe in whatever, if you are a Buddhist who is practicing incorrectly, then you'll meet Buddha. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, maybe they just really want to meet the dude. Yeah, either way. Either way, um... It's just super interesting to think of because then everyone gets what they want, and then atheists just sit in a black, black um, room. <laughs> That's it. No, no. I um, okay. I've definitely heard of this before, but it was it was because like wait, so when you die, you have seven minutes of brain activity before it like fully shuts down. Like you're not aware of this; it just happens. Yeah. Like your body yeah. does this thing, and you, it said you relive your life, like you 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 relive your life in those last seven minutes. And I think with, with that huge release of DMT, that could, that could be real. Like your brain just activates all the memories and you live through it. And so, and so someone's like, how do you know if you're not in those seven minutes or not? And I'm like, but my counter argument to that is, does it matter? That's very true. Does it really matter? If you, if you, if you are actually in those seven minutes, does it really matter? Because, you're still living it again. It, this is still your life. Although, yeah. if you're reliving the same life over and over, I would get fucking bored <laughs> if I was aware yeah. of that fact. I would get yeah. bored. At least, at least if I'm, if I'm constantly reliving it, I'd never remember that fact. 
Yeah, that's very true. Um, uh, on that note, that's um, also the afterlife that was proved in the afterlife, the discovery, the movie. Like, so they proved it, and then they didn't prove. They just like didn't have an answer of what it was. They just proved it was real, and then like later in the movie, they don't reveal this to the public, but they are like, prove they're like. Um, monitor someone after like right after they die and what they see is like a person spoilers noted okay but um the, the what they see is like the, the person it, it looks like it's a memory okay but they realize like the person in that memory does not have a tattoo and in the memory or they they had a tattoo or it was a different tattoo or something mm-hmm. and so what they like concluded it to be I, it was never really like vague and towards the end it kind of gets off on the deep end but um it was just like that a person when they die they relive their life or they relive or they don't live they um live versions of their life like kind of like kind of like maybe maybe it would tie into like um multiple universes and stuff you know the like, theory. yeah like how like but like over a long period of time you know like when you die you just go back to another part in your life yeah. So, I don't know. Either either way, that, that very well could be true. It's crazy, crazy stuff. It fucks me up. <laughs> Here's um, another note. Here is, I guess, another an interesting question for you that regards morals, since we're oh. talking on religion and all that. Yep. So, um, so if you had to sacrifice your life for a stranger or strangers, how, how many would it take? What do you mean? You have so to give like, me, there's there has to be more to that so to say, make a judgment. So here's the first question: Would you sacrifice your life for a stranger? I, I don't know. You don't. I don't you don't. No, you I don't, don't know. It would you be. You don't know the person. Would, you don't no, no, no. Know. No, it would be it would be a split second decision that there would be no thinking. It would be just no, no, doing. No, like like you 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 get like the I don't know you get an email and it's like hey. We're gonna kill you, or we're gonna kill this person. Which will it be? Reply Y or N within the next ten seconds. <laughs> or like next I mean, minute. probably would choose life. I mean, if I, I, okay, I've, so I've done I, these, I've done these okay, moral fine. questions before, but that's like, fine. I mean, now, now it, now it ties me into the other question: How many strangers would it take for you to choose your life to be taken? I mean, this, this. I did an applied ethics class back back in high school where we talked a lot about stuff like this. Um, I, I mean, all of us want to be able to say that we would, you know, sacrifice of ourselves course. for others. Of course. Yeah, but, I mean, the, 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 the truth of it is we want to live. And, like, I, I have no idea. Like, I, I don't... I, I don't... S- Especially if you frame it as, like, on a screen, it is hard to picture and understand, like, someone else's life, in your example, through an email. Like, if someone said, we will kill five people if you don't sacrifice yourself, in an email, that that idea of picturing five other people, it's just not there. Like, rather, like, being in a situation where you are, you know, imagine you're in a group of 20 people and they're like, we're going to kill you or we're going to kill everyone else around you. It, it, who knows? I mean, that that really comes to the the um, the benefit of the many over the benefit of the one, you know. Yeah. They that's off that that is constantly talked about in all moral discussions. I, I don't, I don't know what I would do. Yeah, I mean, I'm with you. Honestly, I asked the question, but I also don't know. The thing it's it's tough it's because tough we want to say that we would be, you know what the society views as good and, and sacrifice ourselves. But who knows? Very true. So do you think, do you think some lives are more valuable than others? God, for example, what a question. Yeah. For example, like if there's, I don't know, uh, a important or uh, someone who has a lot of money, it's an important figure or something. And they have the capacity to, um, help other people and stuff in their lives. Is that life more valuable than, I guess, your average person?
like to maybe change the note a little bit and dig out of, of the deep hole we were in because we got into the deepest of talks. Let's go to a little more shallow <laughs> we did. conversation. Um, have you seen, have you watched anything interesting lately? Um, I'm watching Jack Ryan. That's all I'm really, that's the only TV show I'm really watching right now. Um, yes. I'm are on you, season one. Are you a cartoon fan? Cartoon? Like such as, uh, such as Rick and Morty Adventure. Uh, I, I've Whatever. watched I've watched Rick and Morty. I didn't watch the most recent season. I've seen season one through three. Um, I when I was a kid, I was really into uh, a lot of cartoon shows. I never really got into Adventure Time. Um, okay. It was kind of past. Yeah, I stopped. I watched a lot of Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. It's gonna be yeah. really funny in the going in our little break from religion to Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. But let's yes. go on. <laughs> That's the title. That is the title of our podcast. <laughs> Religion and Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Yeah, I'll do the co- I'll do the I'll do the topics. I'll yes. make I'll make sure I'll work I'll recommend. Um, yes. Uh, anyways, I have a suggestion for you. The show I've uh, started watching, love it. It's very cool. It's called Midnight Gospel, and it mm-hmm. just came out on Netflix, and it's a cartoon, and it's by the creators of Adventure Time. You know, so I think I saw someone else post about that. Um, maybe, but yeah. it's like it's a genius concept. Because so it's give me the like, premise. Give me the premise. The premise is there is this person, and he owns a simulator, a universe simulator machine, and he gets in. He's like, computer, I want to go to this universe. Goes through that universe, and then interviews one of the people for his space cast, which is like a podcast or whatever. But what it is is like he gets he like the whatever the person behind the wizard the wizard of oz and you know the person behind the screen or whatever who's actually well i don't know the creators the the dude is going and like interviewing someone for a podcast and like they talk about like deep shit like life um religion uh laws and stuff and all the while though there's like crazy shit happening like on the screen and it's really hard to focus like on either or because they're talking on deep shit that like you already got to think deep about but then in the visuals like like all this crazy shit is happening and they're like fighting monsters and like or doing whatever and it's a super dope show like i recommend you at least check out one episode and let me know what you think because i've enjoyed it the character is also enjoyable so it makes you like them is it a miniseries? Yeah. Uh, it's like eight, yeah, eight episodes. I'm sure it's going to be more. I hope it is. <laughs> yeah, I'll try and check that out. Sounds interesting. But yeah, it's, it's just a, a very smart, very cool concept. Like to just have a podcast. Like, like be like, okay, let's make this TV show about this dude who travels to different worlds and interviews people. All the while, you were just going and interviewing people as podcasts and then combining the two. Super cool. Yeah. Yeah, that sounds interesting. Sure. Um, seen any movies? Uh, not this, not this week. Um, uh, actually, yeah. I mean, I I rewatched nineteen seventeen with my family. Um, okay. Very very good film. Yeah. Like it a lot, and I think we're watching something else tonight, but we don't know what yet. Um, mm. but yeah, I haven't. Again, I haven't been watching as much um media more as uh, playing. Uh, I've done a lot of uh, interactive, uh, media. Just playing a lot of video games and um that kind of thing it, it it always for some reason feels more i guess productive uh, it, i yeah. don't know if that makes sense but yeah uh, makes sense. Um, yeah. yeah at this point it's like i just got i got a lot of work to get done before the semester's out i got it like i've got this whole schedule planned out of doing one thing a day until i'm done here um and when i'm done i can't wait to do absolutely nothing <laughs> but yes. you know just got a lot between now and then. Yes, of course. Um, I, I, you, do you like foreign films? Um, yeah, yeah, typically. So I, got this, so I just watched this movie, and it's a recommendation from me to you. It is called A Girl Walks Home Alone at Night. Have you ever heard of it? No. What I it? absolutely loved it. Super cool movie. I'm, a, no I'm expecting that A Girl Walks Home Alone at Night. Ex- that's exactly how did you know. I, I, um, I, I'm just a, I'm a genius, yes. you know. But I avoided that movie for, like, I'm not avoided directly, but, like, I didn't, sp- like, select it, I guess, because, like, it's, and, like, it felt like that was the premise. Like, like I, like, thought, like, oh, this movie's just gonna be about, like, a girl who's walking home alone, 
at night and then gets attacked and then finds her way out yes and i just i get i think i just subconsciously concluded that it would be just be a typical movie and i avoided it and i yeah, I admit my ignorance, and I was wrong to do so. It's a super dope movie. <laughs> When's it from? And when? Yeah. Uh, I don't know. Maybe a few years ago? A couple years? I don't know. Not, not too long ago. But it's Iranian, too, which is interesting, because you never hear of that. Yeah. But yes, super cool. Don't read anything on it before you watch it. I'm not going to say nothing on it. I gave I it. I probably give it eight and a half or nine. I liked it a lot. Really? Yeah. yeah. Very cool. Interesting concept. If I can find it, I'll try and check it yeah. out. Oh, also, um, just for you and all the movie-watching people out there, there's this website called Hoopla, spelled exactly as you'd expect a little fish from SpongeBob screaming it. <laughs> and the it's just like a if you have a public library card, you can uh, get on the website. You know, I think it, I used that back in the yeah. day. Yeah. It just has a bunch, it has a bunch of free movies, and it's where I got that movie or rented, not rented, but they're they're free. To Checked rent, it out from I, the yeah, like so, like an online library the from the digital library, and it's super cool because there's also a handful of other movies that are have been on my list that I've checked off from that site. So just a helpful site. Yeah, you know that actually reminds me of something. I I I cannot remember the exact name of this, but someone made, um, basically, it is an online library of everything that has ever been written or is yet to be written. Hear me out. It's basically, it is millions upon billions of pages of text in random orders. And you can search, you know, up to a certain amount of characters of text and it will find the specific page in this giant online library and show you it. Um, and you can find it, you know, anything that was ever written or any sentence you can come up with is in there somewhere. So like my brother's book that's unwritten, the final sentence of his book that is yet to be written is somewhere in that library. Uh, like that shit's crazy. That's interesting. I, I, I spent like an hour on it one day, just like <laughs> going through, uh, it was, it was fascinating. Um, yeah, this is very interesting. If I if I, if I find if I can find the link, uh, if I can find that website again, I, I'll send it to you. But you know, and any listeners, go just go searching for it. I'm sure you'll find it. Um, you know, yeah, gigantic online library of everything. It might even just be called the library of everything. Um, but it's, it's very it's very cool. Um, you know, <laughs> we've kind of hit our uh, hit our time limit here. Yes. I would like to, before we cut off, I'd like to share a fun fact that I learned that is very crazy. So, did you know that more viruses exist than stars in the galaxy? You're kidding, right? I'm not kidding. That is a National Geographic fact. How do they know? (laughs) Have we mapped every star in the galaxy? I don't know, but I guess the estimation, whatever they estimate to have stars in the galaxy, there are more viruses than that. Which is mind blowing. Yeah, that's kind. Because that's I, pretty crazy, I thought, right? Like I thought there was like maybe hundred or two hundred viruses or something, probably more than that. But like for example, nope, there's billion, billion, billions. Which there's is there's a billion crazy. stars in our galaxy. There's definitely at least a, well, no, no, no. I'm sorry, I'm sorry. I I should have I should have rephrased and said universe because I meant universe. In the universe, <laughs> there's more viruses than in the universe. Yes. That yes. is unbelievable. There are more, there are in the more known viruses, universe, more, more there's a quadrillion stars out there. How many? Like, a, I think at least more than a quadrillion stars out there. Yes, well, there are more viruses in the world. We could never have counted. There's well, got to be unnamed. Well, I'm sure. Are you maybe, sure maybe. it's the universe? All right, I'll fact check it right now for you. <laughs> oh, my more God. More viruses... Yes, I'm not going to say the whole thing. I really okay. can't believe this. Nationalgeographic.com What's the date on this uh, on, on the article? Oof, April 15th, 2020, because I saw it very recently. Okay. There are more viruses than stars in the universe. 
More than a quadrillion quadrillion individual viruses exist on Earth, but most are not poised to hop into humans. Can we find the ones that are? Is the title followed by the subtitle. How did they discover like that is so many do you That's, like do you understand like quadri- so I to be able to I count did, I, that i want you to know that i don't understand the, the number <laughs> quadrillion quadrillion that that is a number we cannot imagine like it, it is hard enough to imagine a million Can, a quadrillion here's a better word for you that they use in the first sentence an estimated 10 nonillion oh my god that is to the 31st power individual <laughs> viruses Enough to assign one to every star in the universe a hundred million times over. What the fuck? (laughs) That's crazy. What? (laughs) So it's not enough to just have more than a universe. They could do it a hundred times. What the fuck? That's crazy. I didn't even know that part. Now my mind is blown further. Yeah. Yeah, that is fucking insane. Yeah. Fun fact for you. (laughs) <laughs> always you gotta you gotta have those clutch clutch fun facts at the end that blows our minds you know always gotta have those damn well you know it's always good having you this is this is fun um, yes. thank you matey uh yeah <laughs> uh, thanks for joining us uh we'll be back next week and uh thank you thank you uh what's thank you, uh what's that phrase that phrase you've learned in denmark to say goodbye or whatever <sighs> Vices. Vices. Pavel.